This is the Actual Play.Network podcast, part 8 of City of Mist. Check out actualplay.network for our previous episodes. Yeah, so we're burning down your shop and taking your finger. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, um, burn. you can burn down my shop. I'll take care of this whole finger thing. And as she walks out, she stops in the doorway for a solid, like, ten seconds. And turns around and says, actually, don't worry about replacing my stuff. For your sake, let's hope we don't see each other again. Hey, I should... And she walks out. It's just on the floor. I'm not picking it up. <laughs> I smoke the J that I go to the stove and leave a pot on the stove. I turn the stove on. All right. In eight to ten hours, this place should be burned down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, give me that lighter. <laughs> and I he starts just moving the lighter to like everything, every cloth and fabric around the building. We leave the burning building. Well, all right. Where you guys want to go from here? We can see Connor. No, we should do the finger thing first. Let's get that out of the way. Check that off. I think he's still up. Who? Connor? No, not Connor. Um, Hayward. 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 Yeah, he doesn't seem like the kind that sleeps. Everyone's always up when you need them. Oh, cool. Then let's pop in the car. This is games. This isn't real life. Or it is like games, and then we just go to their bed and just, like, try talking to them. <laughs> yeah, they get up. They get minus five attitude towards you. All right, so we head out back to the Devil's Crossroads. Okay. Uh, assuming you guys just go straight back in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, you go into the same building. Uh, Evangeline leads you back down. Somebody order a finger. <laughs> uh which, no, you didn't, but we got one. Uh, she actually doesn't bring you to Hayward this time. And she just says, okay, so what do you got? A finger. We are, I, I deal with Hayward, not his assistant. Um, he's busy, so you're going to go through me. Not interested. And uh, Okay, I will let him know the deal's off. Thank you. Why is everyone such a fucking <laughs> asshole around here? Fine, lady. We'll sit around and do shit your way. I just want to know what you have. Which, uh, we, we got a finger relax. and a letter that says um, uh, that he gets everything he wants. And in exchange, he's going to give us a piece of sword. And we burned our building down just for extra security. Yeah, man. We took care of the problem, like we said. Okay, excellent. Can I so, have a finger? No. no. You can, yeah, he sure can have you a finger. It. Give the guy the finger. Yeah, I'm going to give her the finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not the one that we I'll took from the lady. I'll throw us to double flip her off. <laughs> Are you guys for real? Yeah, okay. You're, no, you're right. I'm sorry. This is my bad. I was going to steal that finger and run away with yeah, it. Yeah, well, we fucking know. Because it's extremely valuable to me. You caught the, me. Good job. Yeah, Bunch yeah, of Columbos. He, he kind of tosses it to her. She rolls her eyes and she catches it and walks away. I hope she fucking and does not. Steals off into ah! the night. <laughs> now she comes back like a couple minutes later and throws you a bag. So there's your thing. All right. Pleasure doing business with you. Ugh. <laughs> she walks away. It wasn't a pleasure. Wait, wait. Before she walks away, I look in the bag. It's the hilt. I, wait, wait. We combine the two. It lines up. Snuggly as ever. Ugly? Snuggly. Oh, snuggly. Yes, it's perfect. Is it ugly? No, it's pretty nice. Okay. So we head over to Connor's burned out warehouse area. Hey, this isn't burned out. Uh, so you guys get in. 
-hmm. obviously no one's in front so you can make your way to the back office if you like and uh, as you approach you hear talking makes sense people do that often and as you open the door you see your three buddies Connor, Rachel, and Theo I don't call my buddies but alright okay well I'm sorry that you don't like anybody apparently no I would call them my acquaintance I mean we've barely met uh huh and uh, also in the room, uh, across the table, talking to them, you see Lorena Cole. Wait, she's the one that killed Father Perry, right? Yes. Uh, supposedly. And how was she, would she, when we interviewed her, she denied everything or what? No, she said she did it. She said she did it. Okay. Hey, so what's Crazy Bones doing here? Is that me? Am I Crazy Bones? The murder one, yeah. Um, I... You know, had some there. things that I figured Connor would want to know. Well, hey, we're here now. Maybe you can tell us too. We can all share. We learned some stuff. You guys learned some stuff. We pool our resources, you know? Yeah, you guys are looking for a thing, right? Yeah, I suppose. We probably, no, 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 not that thing. The other thing. The weird thing. The jelly guy. <laughs> sure, I don't know what it is, but we can go with the jelly guy. Um, Yeah, I know where it is. I was just telling them that... uh. I guess it's on. It's basically got its own floor dedicated to it over at Creation. Oh, so we go stab with our magic sword? Hey, I don't know, but what uh, do you think, Connor, I gotta find my accent. Yeah, you do. Oi, it's Hello, me, Connor. I'm, I'm an Irishman. <laughs> I'm Connor. <laughs> How do you do? I am. Oh, hello there, boys. It's me, well, Connor. Stubbing it with the magic sword was. <laughs> Stabbing it with the magic sword was kind of my plan all along. I just didn't really know where it was. Well, we got the magic sword. We got the thing. Let's get fucking stabbing. And then, well, somebody <laughs> tell me why this all happened. Yeah. Will that clear it up for us? Oh, I'm not like sure. Right. Gonna... Unless it is some sort of jelly guy, I don't think it's going to talk to you. I don't think in his death knell is going to tell me the answers I'm looking for. So why are we stabbing it then? Should we just give him the sword and continue with our investigation? Well, if you want my input, I can give you a guess. Yeah. Your friend and uh, the other two murder victims, they were, I believe I actually already told you, another part of our organization. Yeah, you did tell me that. And they were on to everything that's going on here. But who Someone obviously put a stop to them. I would have to guess someone... <clears throat> if it were my guess, I would suppose... Oh my god. I'm slipping into Peter Dinklage. <laughs> you mean you're getting smaller? This girl what? said she did it. This girl said she did it, right? She said she did it, but I feel like... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, I didn't kill... I killed the one guy, okay? And why'd you do that? I told you I owed a guy. Right, 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 right. Okay. Don't... I don't really care about him. So who's the guy? I fucking owed you, you Yeah, buffoon. obviously. Come on. <laughs> Two of them put it together. But I don't get it. Why would he give us a sword? It doesn't make any sense. What'd you do? I mean, what'd you do for him? Well, it doesn't matter. You did something for him if he had it and he gave it to you, so yeah, who cares? But... He doesn't care what happens. Business is business. But why would he care enough to kill have those three people killed? What were they doing that provoked him? As far as I know, he only had the one killed. So the their three murders are unrelated? I mean, I doubt it. Right. Uh, Theo kind of steps up and says look we're gonna go in circles here so i'm gonna cut to the point okay uh, they were working on something 
and they were going to bring us in because they're not, we tend to be more of a muscle kind of crew. They're more of a smarts kind of crew. And obviously whatever they were planning to do, someone didn't want them to do it. And judging by the fact, the thing that they were looking for was in the possession of Pantheon. I would guess someone over there is involved. Whatever that thing is, they want it. You know what? Fuck it. I'm mad. I'm just gonna go kill that thing. Yeah, let's just do it. T- and then I'll take then I'll take the sword to someone else when I get around to it. They take it to Pantheon and kill everyone else with it. Uh, Rachel like steps over to you and says, "Um, uh, we kind of need to put the sword back together." Um, it is. It doesn't just magically together what? itself. He's, he's like, it is, and he swings it, and like the blade just shoots out. <laughs> everyone ducks. <laughs> <coughs> no. Okay, um, why don't I take it over to Hector and we can handle this in the morning? Um, right. L- Lorena was telling us that, I mean, creation's closed, but, I you know, she I, can get us in because of who her brother is. I do need an outfit for it, too. I'll probably just wear this, man. So give me that, the hilt, before you hurt somebody, please. He drops, he tosses it to her. Thank you. I'm going to take this over to Hector, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Great. All right. All right. Get in the car, you two, or I'm leaving you here. Uh, Lorena shouts nice after you. Nice to see you again. Man, I, f- I flip her off as I see. Letting her stroll around. As, as I see. What? I think we should not be letting her stroll around. Good idea. Get in the car. Me? Yes, you. No, I've got things to do. No, you don't. <laughs> um. Okay, she leaves. Bye, Lorena. Have a good day. Actually, she doesn't. You guys leave. Go to Club Centurion with the sword. Okay, well, it's getting fixed, so you guys have to come back in the morning. Yeah, we're going back to my my suite. So you come back in the morning. Sword's all fixed. Okay, so fast forward. Next morning, we've had... Okay. No, we fast forward to brunch. Yeah. (laughs) I'm in my brunch robe. I've got I've got twelve mimosas, two for the one for each of you and ten for me. Okay, so you guys go back. No one is in the front of the warehouse again, so I assume you make your way back to the office. And uh, as you push open the door, uh, you see the office kind of messed up and Theo unconscious in the office. Okay, great. Now Jack is I, dead in the office. I call Hector. <laughs> okay. Can you describe that scene one more time, real quick? Um. The office is messed up and Theo is unconscious. All right. Shit. Uh, I guess Hector answers the phone. <laughs> Hector, did the girl bring her sword the other day? What? Yeah. Rachel? Yep. What happened to it? I fixed it and gave it back. When When was that about? Um, I gave it back this morning. Hmm. Okay, can I get her number? Uh, Sure. I mean... Tell him something's up. Uh, yeah, so, give me one sec. Uh, he gives it to you. I dial Rachel's number. Uh, she doesn't answer. Yeah, it figures. I go... Is there... Is, it's got, like... I go to the sink, fill up some kind of container with cold water, and I splash it on Theo. Okay. Uh, he... I don't think this actually works in real life, but... Well, are we in real life? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Uh, but he, so he wakes up. He goes, 
What? Where? What happened, Theo? Uh, um, we need to go. Where's the sword? Connor has it. Okay. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think a bad thing. Uh, he looks around and says, "Rachel must have went after him. We need to go." Ah, uh, so is your is your boss's shit, Theo? I don't think so. It's just, I'll explain on the way. Come on. All right. Uh, as you guys get in the car, he says, so we were waiting for the sword to get fixed last night. And me and Rachel did a little bit more, you know, digging around in the notes of the other guys and stuff like that. And, um, to our best guess, this thing is, well, it's a weapon. It's not alive. I think it's some sort of, the best way to describe it, I think would be bomb. And I think what we've been trying to do and what Connor is going to do is not diffuse it, but detonate it. No, oh, so we've not, been wasting all our time this entire... But not on... He was told by an oracle or something that it would be the death of thousands, and now he's convinced that he has to stop it. He thinks if we leave it unchecked, it'll cause problems. See, and this we is disagree. Why. So he, we want to stop this. So no, see, I think this is the problem. Is the thing is that is that fortune tellers are full of vague bullshit that get easily confused because they're just making things up. Man, if we why are you yelling not, at me? If we just not investigate this shit, the world would be a better place. You know that? Yeah. We just screwed things up more. <laughs> and I still don't know... F- ah! And I still don't know any more about who fucking killed Greg. Well, you kind of do. I mean, you know... No, I don't. I don't. A lot of the backstory. You know a lot of threads, I don't give a, a shit. Of, a lot of pans in the air, you know? You're juggling pies. They're all I don't f- care about the pans. pies. I just want to know... I just want to know who, so I can just bury them. Who did kill Greg? We don't... We don't know. We would like to know, too. It was Phil Dufu. And so I scream into creation. Car first. Right through the front door. Uh, Okay. (laughs) You successfully do that. It's it's closed right now, so there's not anyone there. And then I I kick it and slide. So I kind of like power slide up to that hallway. Wow, you're really beating the shit out of the stanza. This is my car at this point. <laughs> it's, you listen, buddy, you can't beat the shit out of a stanza. Hey, I lost you guys for a second. Hey, what's up, dude? Andrew's driving into the club. He drove a stanza right into the okay. club. Oh, shit. That's his good stanza. Yeah, that's the best one. <laughs> you can't, once again... <laughs> That's literally anyway. all you can do with a stanza. So, <laughs> driving into things, you have it backwards. Is there anyone else? So, the place is empty. Yeah. Yeah. So, where's uh, his bomb? Theo runs over to the elevator and says, "Come on, Lorena told us how to get there." All right. I grab the duffel bag of swords. <laughs> okay, great. Can I have one of those swords, man? I feel like I might need it. Yeah. And I find the most put together one is Sheetha. I put it in my. Uh... The back, my back, uh, my back bag, my back butt. Mm. What do you call it? Your belt. There you go. Your yeah. back butt. My, my back. Yeah. 
Uh, as you guys get in the elevator, Theo punches a sequence of buttons. Doors close and start to go up. Mm-hmm. Wait, are we in bum, Pantheon or bum, Creation? Bump up Creation. Okay. As far as you can tell, it's like the building still, though. It's a very large building. Oh, yeah. Creation was the place where the monster was. That's right. Or the yeah. whatever, the bomb. Whatever. Pantheon and Creation are basically the same place. Oh, they are? More or less, yeah. Final boss elevator conversations that you would like to have. I will have us arrive at the top. So who's in the elevator with us? Uh, the three of you and Theo. I turned to Theo and I said, hey, Theo. What sort? Mm, no, he has a bat slung over his shoulder. You play a lot of baseball? No. Theo? Yep. You mind if I do something real quick? That's going to be huge. Depends. What if the what if the thing was a J? I pull a J out of my pocket. Did someone say what? Any <laughs> 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 <Hey>, high fives, <laughs> Jack? Hey, I wouldn't recommend it, but if that's what you want to do, I don't really. I just felt appropriate at the time. Jack's already eaten the whole J. <laughs> the doors <laughs> slide open, and what you see is basically a big empty room with a big um, glass case with some sort of nebulous thing kind of floating in it Um, standing between you and it is Connor and standing between it and Connor is Rachel and as soon as the door is open Theo pushes his way out of the elevator and goes and joins Rachel's side And they are arguing back and forth. Connor basically saying that he needs to stop it. And the other two trying to argue that they need to learn more. And they should leave it be for the time. What is it? It's a big, weird-looking thing. Um, The shape isn't quite discernible. And what it is is kind of hard to tell, too. You can't really tell if it's like a gem or like a cocoon or a chrysalis or an egg or... I hold up the drawing to it. I mean, yeah, it's that thing. You can gather that much, but you can't tell what it is. I go over and touch it. It's in a case. Can I let the water out of the case? There's no water. No, that's weird. Why is it in a case? Can I have um... Wait what (laughs) You ever go to a museum and you're like Look at all these weird vases And stuff in cases I mean in in water (laughs) Yeah what the hell is shit in cases Uh, Can I have Cheddar Bits Go sneak up behind the guy And just like cling to his back for a while Just like until I need (laughs) Until I need them to spring into action i guess you can sure and um cool. for the record um as they're like arguing and shouting at each other occasionally connor's voice sounds a little bit distorted and you see like weird spasms from his body that don't look natural hey guys this dude's getting gross do, do they feel like they have coherent arguments that we're interjecting or are they just like i should do this no you shouldn't I mean, I just don't want to have an argument with myself. Right. <laughs> but is that but what it, it, see, kind of... it seems important. 
Um, the the gist of their arguments is that um, Connor is saying, you know, that their their research has led them to believe this is really dangerous. Um, Brienne told him it would be the death of thousands or more or whatever. Um, and basically that he needs to stop it. And the other two are saying that um, stuff they found the previous night leads them to believe that maybe they don't have the full story. Things have been too vague. Maybe attacking it is not the best course of action at the moment. Yeah, I mean, there's two stories that don't seem like they contradict each other. They don't. Their arguments don't seem to contradict each other. It's open to interpretation. They seem to complement each other, if anything. Connor! He just turns to you, looking very angry. Let's be honest here for a minute. Uh, I should mention also that he has the sword. I know. Okay, just in case that wasn't clear. We met We met your um, fortune teller. She's full of shit, dude. <laughs> or at best, if she can tell the fortune. Let me tell you, Brian anyway. has never been wrong. Well, she's vague enough, so it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, thing? exactly. This dude knows what I'm talking about. He ate a J on the way up. <laughs> that's how that's how their grift works. They say things that can't possibly be false because they're always true. Guy, you, you ever read horoscopes before? I'm telling you it's not a grift. And I'm telling Rian you it knows is. what she's talking about. Well, you're, to be honest, your opinion doesn't matter to me. And as he says that, you see like a weird flash of some kind of bold shape from his shoulder. Listen, Connor. I've had enough talking. Especially since, I don't know what that noise was, but I have to assume you did something quite reckless, so people are going to be on their way here. Oh, I smashed the car through the front door. I don't want to hurt my friends, but if they keep standing in the way, I will do what I need to to get through to that. Listen, you're going to hurt a million more people if you do get through that. What I do don't you th- agree. Connor, what do you think that thing is going to do? I don't know, but these evil people want it. Who? And it's dangerous. Who? So they can't be Who? allowed to have it. Okay, Connor. Connor, I don't know if you've caught up or I told you this. We'll use proper nouns in this city. Pantheon. Not Okay, there we go. Why did you say that at first instead of evil people? Because that's what they are. It's called descriptors. Yeah, but you know what? We don't all we aren't all playing with the same proper nouns here. We use the names. Uh he's looking very agitated at your grammar lesson. And you know what? Theo's getting very agitated these people who want to keep speaking in Fagities. Assuming everybody knows who they're talking about. But listen, hey, do do Pantheon have it right now? They do. They do? Where are they? You're saying we just take it. They'll track us down. So why don't they have it already? They do. Where do you think we are? Yes, yes, they do. Yeah. I'm trying to think. This is one of Pantheon's, like, main buildings. If I don't own it, Pantheon probably owns it. How much forget that old adage, you know? What's the edge? If the Venos don't own it, oh, Pantheon yeah, sure. probably owns That's it. That's not a real edge. Okay. That is 100%. Are you? <laughs> okay, not really. Uh, Connor, have you thought maybe like you're the thing that happens to it that makes it explode? And kills thousands of people. Jack does the mind-blowing, like the, the symbol with his hands. Yeah. 
that is a possibility, I suppose. That's <laughs> and Rachel chimes in. That's what we've been saying, but he seems to think that. I mean, it's been just chilling here for so long. It hasn't. And it's nothing actually only happened. been here for a, not that long. It's a pretty new acquisition. How long? I, we don't have an exact timetable, but not that long. Oh, how'd they move it? I don't know. A truck? Yeah, why don't we just figure out how they move it and then let's like, well, a heist it. I just told you they would track it back down. They want it. So what? <laughs> so you're going to blow it up? I'm not convinced it's a bomb. Okay, well, that's foolish. If somebody tells you something's a bomb, you don't just assume it isn't. I feel like that's the most unsafe decision. Yeah. Um, we- as you guys keep talking... He slams the ground with the sword as his body contorts like a lot more and the ground kind of cracks and he starts to pretty significantly change in appearance to what and his body becomes this sort of nebulous weird like it grows and takes on what could be described as I guess like a black aura but that aura is a part of his body and it like kind of it looks like there might be additional appendages that's not entirely clear but something is going on for sure he does not look like I mean there's st- it still looks like there's a person at the core but he's definitely changed and he goes enough and turns his back to you and start making starts making his way towards the case. Where's the sword now? In a case in like the middle of the room. Oh, the sword, he has it. Okay. And Theo and Rachel kind of look at each other and get ready to fight him. Jack Dio, what's the plan? The plan is I think everybody just needs to calm down a little. And I have just the solution. And I reach into my duffel bag and I pull out two large bottles of a prime vintage of wine and uh and clink them together i find um some uh some debris and stuff lying around and i start improvising a beat like a like a percussive beat like a real like a real chill beat (laughs) wait hang on what's andrew doing i don't know what either of them are trying to do they're trying to main group or something no, I clinked them together yeah. once to, to kind of draw attention. Okay, so Andrew's clinking glasses. No, you know, like I've got them Matt, both in, like I've got them both by the stem and eat one in each hand, and kind of like yeah. clink them together as I pull them out. Yeah, like a toast. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, or cheers. Yeah, and Matt's playing his own little jam band, and and I reach to the side pocket and I pull out a series of collapsible cups um and i undo i undo my sword belt and i slide it aside connor theo rachel a moment please and i you're not sure how i do it but i pop off both wine corks while keep like like single-handedly and begin to pour all of the i begin to pour wine in all of the cups in my other hand Connor does not seem interested. How about Rachel and Theo? Uh, well, they have a weird monster descending on them, so I don't think your little wine party is working. 
Oh, yeah? Did you have a role you wanted to do with that? That's what I'm going to find out. Okay. It seems like someone's trying to convince or change the game. Yeah. I think I'm trying to change. I'm what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to change the game, because I may be I may be a brash, wealthy ne'er do well, but in my heart of hearts, I'm still Bacchus, and violence can only get you so far, and violence definitely does not draw people together. So I'm going to change the game. Okay. So I'm going to tack on my uncanny charisma to win him over. My intoxicating presence to be the most to be the most important man in the room, and my alluring demeanor to calm him down and draw them all towards me. Two D six plus three. Yes. Well, that didn't work at all. That did not. <laughs> that is a six. Um. <clears throat> so that basically does the opposite of work. What does it do? As you spend your time setting up this thing, trying to get their attention. They basically ignore you, and they start fighting. Can I uh, try and do something right quick? Well, I can tell you that at this point, the time for talk has passed. I'm not going to talk, but what would it be if, uh, as he's running, if and I don't know if I'd be able to do this or not, if I sort of like make some little vines come out of the ground and wrap around his legs? Uh, really important question. <laughs> I have a quick question right now. Is this a real question or an Andrew question? Um, it's 50-50. Okay, does it actually matter? <laughs> During this transformation, what happened to Cheddar Bits? Uh, still on He's the back. He's still there. Okay. He's still plan A. I didn't know if it was like absorbed in his aura or something. All right, so they're fighting. No, the things in the tank. Cheddar Bits has its own aura. Bacchus is now... Uh, Dio is now like splayed out, like laid back, and is seeing that no one has joined him has turned all the the cups to himself oh, and is just chugging the wine. Just, like, wrap little vines around his, like, ankles as he's running to, like, make him fall as he's charging. Like, I'll do a dramatic touching the ground and everything. What would that be? Hit with all you got? Go to toe-to-toe, change the game? Uh, you can do a hit with all you got since you wouldn't be expecting it. All right. And... Let me just look at my skill sheet, see what I can use for it. Yeah, I'm going to use plant growth. And uh, maybe stylish. Mm. It'll be uh, it'll be floral. That wouldn't <laughs> affect the strength of them. Uh, they're just flowers. Just plant growth, with, I think. Hang on. They're really beautiful flowers that have sleeping pollen that they puff out. Ah, uh, just plant growth, I think. All right, fine. Eight. Eight, which means nailed it. Uh, you pick one of those things. <clears throat> Um, remember if you don't choose the top one they impose a status on you as well yeah is that <laughs> would that be gaining the upper hand you can pick whichever one you want yeah I'll just do uh, gain the upper hand and uh, take one juice okay Um, I think the best way to handle these juices is to like spend them immediately to create something so wh- how do you gain the upper hand what, do, what gives you the upper hand my um plants as he's running at them to attack them do it as a story tag though something that would that can be invoked for roles or something that can be used or things like that basically tell me what this does to create an advantage um all right well he's running at the two and as he's running 
these little vines wrap around his ankles, catching him and making him fall forwards onto his face. And when he does, he drops the sword. No, this is too and- much. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> you can do one thing to create an upper hand. Uh, he falls on the ground and is held by these vines around his ankles. Like, he's not just going to stand right back up. He's got, he's, he's dazed. Okay. locked down for a second. Okay, so like hinder or prone. Or yeah, momentarily. Like yeah. yeah, not prone. Okay, sure. Um, but also, um, since you didn't choose the top thing, I'm going to say you're not used to really dealing with your powers or like using them in that kind of way. So I'm going to give you like drained one. So trying to use your powers again, you're going to have a minus one. All right. Powers activate. I don't actually say that. That would be lame. Matt, would you like to do anything? Um, (laughs) No, no, that was so good. I want to take one of the rocks that I was drumming with a bigger one, maybe like the size of a football and uh, chuck it at Connor's head. Okay. Do a hit with all you got. I rolled a three. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> um, <laughs> you shatter the glass and you just explode the bomb. <laughs> it kills us all. So I think what happens is you throw the rock at him and he catches it and he throws it back at you. All right. And it hits you in the head. <laughs> and... You had no power, so it'd be power one. That's all I'll do to you. I'll, I'll give you a uh, brained one. After that, uh, Theo and Rachel kind of go in for him, and both seem to get a couple hits in, but get thrown off as he breaks free of the vines. And uh, GM does not take turns, so. All right, well, I'm going to try and do it again. Going to make him trip again? Yeah. Try and lock him down a second time. Don't forget, you have a minus one to this one. Boom. Okay. Uh, which one are you taking? If I do the trip him up, I still like take cover and shit. Like it happens alongside this thing. Are you trying to do the same thing? Like I want to still tie him down. Yes. Could you, you know, instead of just knocking him down, is there somebody you could take the sword out of his hand? You could do a go toe to toe. Yeah, I guess I'll go try and fight him. Sure. Uh, the difference between a go toe to toe and hit with all you've got is like hit with all you've got is like flanking in other games basically it's like you're not they're not directly opposing you you're hitting them in the back or you're catching them off guard that sort of thing taking them by surprise in some way Lana's gonna I guess then uh, run over to him and go toe to toe and make so you just want to like, wrestle the sword from him? I want to like go into like hand-to-hand combat and sort of like try and get it away from him while, you know, fighting him. Sure. But make um if I could use my ability plant growth to make um a hard like very thick bark like on my uh, backs of my hands, my knuckles back on my fingers and like forearm halfway down on both my hands and arms. Okay. Yeah. So you're basically just transferring your role to go toe to toe to do a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to take it from him. Might Rob, just so you know, the bottom one on this one is the same thing. If you don't pick it, you get a status. 
So you're gonna get a status because you're gonna gain. You're gonna you manage to achieve your goal. So you want to take the sword? I don't want to take it. I think I will do the last one to block, dodge, and counter, and try and knock it out of their hand, and not necessarily take it. You know. Well, that won't. So basically, all that will mean is you don't take damage. You want to achieve your goal. Yeah, but well, I still you only got a nine. Uh, oh, okay. So you won't take damage, but you won't accomplish anything, basically. Yeah, fine. I'll do the minute to achieve your goal thing. Okay, so you want to take the sword from him? I want to knock it out of his hand so Cheddar Bits can take it away. Okay, it's a squirrel. It can't do it. that. Wait, it can't hold a sword? It's a squirrel. Well, just so what? Give it a matchbook. See if it can do anything with that. <laughs> it can. It's super good. It's a, no, it's a oh, normal yeah, squirrel. Dog. It is not a magic squirrel. Yeah, but he can hold a sword. You've never he can seen drag a it along before. He can drag it. <laughs> no, the squirrel cannot move the sword. It's a squirrel, Gino. Swords are heavy. Fine, then I'm gonna take the sword and I'm gonna break it in half <laughs> over my knee and give Cheddar Bits the smaller half so he can run can't away with break it. Break it. Also, your squirrel couldn't move half of it. I'm fine. I'm gonna beat the shit squirrel, out of this Cheddar guy and punch him in the face and take his sword. So you're taking the sword? Yeah, I'm beating the shit out of him. I'm taking his sword, and I'm going to kick him in the knees. Okay. You take the sword, and as you disarm him, he kicks you. Or you see something come out of his body that may be a different appendage or maybe one of his own, and it hits you very, very hard in the stomach <clears throat> and knocks you back, and you're going to take um, winded too. Dio applauds the sword theft. And down some more wine. I'm gonna Thank you. I'm gonna uh walk over to the thing and try to get its attention. What thing? The thing floating in the glass tube. Uh, okay, it doesn't seem to acknowledge you as far as you could tell. Alright. Now uh can I go toe to toe with him again? Yeah, sure. What do you want to do? Not get beat up by him, but still keep him busy. Okay. And also uh maybe get this sword away from myself, hopefully. Like if someone wants to come over and I don't know. Grab it. I'll grab it. I'll grab it. What's this room yeah. we're like in? It's just like a big empty room, basically. Are there any windows? Sure. Okay, so I'm gonna toss me the sword. I I don't know if that'll be my turn though. Okay, I'll use. Okay, my fine. Turn. I'll do it. I throw, I toss him the sword. Here. Ugh. All right. So I catch the sword in my sheath. <laughs> Good catch. <laughs> wow, that was a, wow. Hey, I was drinking. <laughs> um, actually, Matt, something does happen to you. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, as you walk up to the glass to try to get the thing's attention, as you approach, um, all the sounds of the fighting and whatnot starts to dim, and your vision starts to dim and kind of get black until basically all you can see is this thing and yourself. Okay. And you see coming off of this thing just an uncountable number of um, aura-like waves of varying colors just shooting out all over the city, including, as far as you can tell, to everyone in this room. You can definitely tell there's one connected to you. I start tapping on the glass. Hey, buddy. (laughs) It doesn't respond. But you see this for probably a good, like, 10 to 15 seconds before you return to normal. Is there any way I could, like, open this up or knock it over if it's too big? Sure. You could try. All right. I'll try. Just hit it with all you got. (laughs) 
So I roll an eight. So basically you want to break the glass. Or knock it over or open it up, whatever is more. I just don't know what the size of this thing is. I mean, however you want to break it, I'll let you do it. I would probably just give it a shove would be my instinct. Okay, so you push it over. And I also don't think this is hit it with all you got, right? This is either change your game or take the risk. Um, I wouldn't say it's take the risk, but yeah, you could call it, we could call it change the game. All right. So what, what, what story tag, um, do you think that would create <laughs> of making everyone stop and look over here or something like that? Sure. We can give you that. So yeah, you, you break the thing and the glass or you push it over the glass shatters and the thing just kind of bounces on the floor and stops as everyone looks over to you. <laughs> is it really quiet and weird? Yeah, it's pretty awkward. Guys, why are we fighting? I'm really not clear. That's what I was trying to say at the beginning. Maybe we should just take a step back and like try to talk this through. Yes, I agree with that. I guess it's kind of too late because Connor's a big monster now. <laughs> yeah, he looks pretty fixated on the thing on the floor. What does it look like on the floor, like when it's not in a case? It looks like the same thing, but on the floor. But like, isn't it like a nebulous sort of galaxy sort of thing well no it's a solid object but it's it's just a weird shape it's not like a triangle it's just a but like weird i said shape you can't thing? exactly tell what kind of material it is either all right i'm just gonna it's not clear what it is well maybe someone can use the fact that he's distracted to smack him in the back of the head with a sword i'm gonna okay i'm gonna uh, hit him with all you got punch him in the face real hard try and knock him out don't want to use the sword I've got Andrew the sword. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I mean, Andrew the sword's should, not. Maybe Andrew should. Try oh yeah, well, also, yeah, well, actually, it's I'm also not trying to kill him. Uh, Andrew gets to do a thing if he wants. Since the sword, the, the sword isn't any better for this situation than anything else. Well, it's more sharp than a fist. Yeah, but I don't want to kill him. Yeah, exactly. So if anything, it's worse for this situation. Okay, so do you want to do anything, Andrew? I'm gonna go over to the window. Okay. And wait to see how the situation plays out. Okay. See whether we'll need this sword or not. Okay. So yeah. Okay, Gino, take your shot. Oh, that's. I think that might be under go toe to toe. Not hit with all you got. Well, he's distracted. That's why I said. Yeah. No, you can have a hit with all you got because he's distracted. Yeah, you get them good. Okay. Eleven. Oh. I get him nice. so fucking good. Yeah. So you get two. I'm going to. Um, what is you control the collateral damage? Like if you were blowing something up, you decide what blows up what takes damage things like that since you're just punching right. him there's not really any collateral damage can i choose the same one twice no oh man i can't make go up two tiers really blow him the fuck away okay um i i, uh, I want to control the collateral damage and nothing bad happens to me uh controlling the collateral damage as i said is not going to do that, a whole lot you want to get it'll them do good, basically right? nothing there is no collateral damage you want to get them good and you want to gain the upper hand and I want to, I want to, um, I want to get the top one and take a secure, oh, superior position over there, unconscious self. Yeah, I guess I gain the upper hand too. I'll take a juice, and the, I'll, I don't, I'll do the juice thing, make my punch good. Is that an extra plus one or what? Sure, you know what? Why not? Okay, yeah, you get him real, real good, and um, not looking so great based on the fights that's been happening. He kind of stumbles backwards. And he crashes out the window. Oh, hang on, hang on. How do you like them apples? <laughs> Great. 
Also, Cheddar Bits is still on his back and gets smashed. Oh my god, you killed the fucking squirrel, you monster. <laughs> no, no Cheddar Bit comes no, in. No, he takes like minus one. Flying squirrel. squirrel. You think he is, but then you look squirrel. out the window. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Cheddar! <laughs> then Cheddar climbs in the window. I've been okay the whole time, Lana. I love you. <laughs> he holds up an acorn. <laughs> Takes a big hit of that. Acorn. This is my my cigarette. <laughs> you did it. You saved the day, Cheddar. <laughs> so now here you guys are. You have the sword and you have that thing. So should we kill it? And there are. I don't know. No, it's gonna be a bomb. I have no idea what to do. <laughs> I guess we can take it. I can keep it in my shop. Sell it. Or not well, sell it. Just beat Connor up to stop him from killing it with the sword, right? Yeah, yeah. So, ah, uh, there are sirens in the distance. Yeah, I didn't really think about what would happen after this. Can we scoop this up, Theo? You can take it. Why not? All right. Like, I, I guess I never understood the size of it. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was mission accomplished. And then I, I, yeah, it's fairly sized, but you could definitely carry it. Okay. It's like the size of a it would be awkward. To? It's the kind of thing that one person could carry it, but be pretty uncomfortable doing it. Like a TV, like a TV. Yeah, I could. I feel like I could maybe carry it by myself. I'm goddamn humongous. All right, I trust but, you yeah. on this. Uh, who are, who do we see after this? Is the thing. Uh, we did it. Rachel says, "Um, you guys want to take it." Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're sure. Uh, one of you's gonna have to keep it. Uh, if, if somehow he's alive, he's gonna know how to find us if he's still on this thing. Why don't we just give it to Diovino? He's probably got a safe place to keep it. I have a million safe places. I have literally a safe place to keep it in. Oh, I get it. Like a safe? Yeah. But yeah, just like I, start up a museum of artifacts or whatever. But it's Don't large put enough. it in a museum. Are you insane? Not a museum museum, like in his home. Still, a museum implies that other people are going to see it. No, other people aren't going to see it. Okay, fine. But keep an like eye a, on it, okay? Because I'm still pretty sure it's dangerous. As long like as when you go into a superhero's cave and then you see all their memorabilia. You're superheroes now. <laughs> Actually, you know what, Lana? That was a pretty good punch. You're kind of a superhero and she pats you on the shoulder. Basically, yeah. Thank you. I think we softened him up. I'm sure you think so. All right. Um, can't really load this. Well, where do we have? Do we have roof access access from here? No. You want to drop it off the roof? Can we just run out to your car and put it in there? Yeah, it'll probably fit, like, like in the trunk or if, yeah. Do your back yeah, seats I'll, I'll, go down? I'll leave the duffel bag here. I don't. I mean, I've got my bike. I, we don't have to go with you guys. No. Yeah. Okay. So let's toss it in my trunk. Should probably uh, make it quick. Uh, hey. I think people know that you drove through the building. Oh shit! We'll find that out when we get there, <laughs> and we head back down to the car. All right. So what do we? So I guess we just like Dio takes the the green thing. Why do I think it's green? Did you say it was green? I didn't. You didn't? I didn't. I didn't say the color. No. Okay. I, I said I'm just crazy. I just imagined it. Green. It can be green. Dio takes. Nah, the, Gino, you're fine. Dio takes the green thing hides it and the other two uh rachel and theo or whatever their names are yeah they go off on their own they go off on their own it's sort of like the end of a neo-noir movie where we're all like sort of dissatisfied with our uh the answers we found to the mystery or a complete lack thereof 
Well, we found some information about the mystery. It's not like but, we just... but none, none of the information I was looking for. Well, you kind of did. You know, who, you know basically who killed your friend. I mean, I don't. You don't actually, have their actual name, really... but you know what ha- like what happened to them. I don't feel any closer than I started. That's. I mean, that's kind of how these these movies tend to end anyway. Like uh, the other two go back to their lives, but they're dissatisfied yeah. with the way it. You know, they're not. Dio they're has... not satisfied. They're not dissatisfied, but they're not. They just chalk it up to another like thing that happened. Yeah, I mean, they they can't. They kind of follow this trail to the to the. Dio locks Dio locks that weird thing deep into a safe under his under like his family's main estate with a bunch of other things. And it ends with you're cutting through your family's uh, like uh, warehouse full of stuff. Yeah, like the uh, in the Underwriters of the Lost Ark. <laughs> yeah, basically past the Ark of the Covenant. I kick I kick over a dirty looking cup that's lying on the ground. I have a. Uh post credit scene for you so we uh basically open on dio's vault just like a long shot of his safe that slowly like approaches it and we hear um a one-sided conversation um the per the person speaking isn't seen but it's a woman's voice and it says yeah, those three random guys got it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. But hey, 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 relax. It. I'm sure it'll lead to something. Fine, I'll see you soon. And we hear a hang-up sound as it gets like right up on the safe, and we see inside the thing. The yeah, I guess the thing, and it illuminates a little bit and cracks. And then sharp cut to black. Oh shit! It's a Godzilla baby. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> it's Matt Damon. Was he huh. in that movie? No, Matthew Broderick. Matthew oh, Matthew Broderick. Great. No, it's Matt Damon. They call your name out loud and clear. Hey everyone, it's Matt, and thanks so much for listening to the 36th episode of the Actual Play.Network podcast. This is part 8, the conclusion of our City of Mist game. Chris was the GM, I played Jack Davis, the Green Man, Andrew played Dio Vino, Bacchus, and Gino plays Lana, Johnny Appleseed. Check out our website, we have a link to the City of Mist uh, rulebook and website and stuff, so you can, uh, if you want to understand more about what the game is about, that's the place to check. Uh, you can tune in next week where we'll use an entirely different system to tell an entirely different story. If you like the show, tell a friend or review us on your podcast service of choice. You can find us on Twitter. Our screen names are on the website, actualplay.network. Eugene does title card illustrations for our site. If you dig his art, he has a long, he also has a long-running webcomic up at pizzapranks.com. You can check that out. Music this week is by Don DeLego and Attic Soul. You can leave us a voicemail at 508 817 3408. Andrew and I have another podcast, a monthly show called the Golden Age Horror.com podcast, which is an exciting look at horror movies from before 1979. The most recent episode we covered, Eyes Without a Face. If you have an idea for a website, I can help you with that. Visit whalingcityweb.com for more information. You can check out the actual play.network website for a cool example of my work. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll talk to you again next week.